Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 27th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. It's a Thursday, we're rocking, we're rolling. Let's see here, anything to really report? I had my pasta I, I more or less like to call it a pasta bolognese. I don't know if that's really right to say because it doesn't have necessarily all the ingredients. But essentially, that's my shorthand for just red pasta. I don't know. I, I you know, when everyone asks me what kind of pasta I make, that's what I make with elbow macaroni. I just feel like that is. And here's my reason for reasoning for the elbow mac is it is easy to pour a cup of that and then just put it in. And you know, as I started my journey in terms of like cooking for myself how I liked it. Initially, I started with spaghetti. You know, that was nice. I got to say, anti-angel hair, not for me. But I did like other, you know, long straight noodles like that. And I would, you know, try them. And I always have so much hassle cooking with them, I felt like. But especially with the portioning, my portioning was out of control. I didn't know how to like, like, what what is the right bundle? So it just became easier to just be like, oh, couple of noodles, couple of elbow mac. That'll be perfect for a bowl size of noodles. We're good to go. So I did that. Uh, I have this weird thing. Instead of making garlic bread, I do a bagel with cream cheese and like the everything seasoning. And then I do toast and I add cheese to like both on top. Mozzarella cheese. Mozzarella on everything, actually. You know, pasta included, of course. So that was my meal. And it was oh, also with a salad. There you go. A little healthy. A little turkey on that thing. But yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, yummy meal. Yummy meal. Those are pretty staple. Every once in a while, I, I do like to drop them, let you know what I eat. You know, try to keep it uh, keep it humming along with the food corner. But yeah, today was good. Uh, vibes were, were positive. We actually got a nice little work shirt, and it was like a little pride shirt. I thought that was really cute. And uh, in like the middle of the shirt, it had it, it was a gray shirt. It had pride, like gray letters. But then I think it had like like it was, has this little ampersand in there, and it's like. All the colors, like, you know, trans flag, all that. So I was like, okay, look at us being inclusive. We love to see it. So that was, that's a nice little shirt. Plus, I just love free shirts. Like, <laughs> I've had a coworker before. We were kind of all sitting around shooting the shit. And they said, you know, I hate, I hate all these work shirts. I, I'll never wear them. I never want to. Uh, they're, just, they're just ridiculous. Why would I want to be a big old advertisement? And I said, you know what? I, I do get you on the advertisement thing. That's kind of whack. You're right. But do you really want to come to work in your own shirt and get it dirty? Like, like this is a dusty-ass place. That, that's my logic here. You know, I don't care if the shirt's cool or not. Like, I'll put it on. I'd rather get this busted up than, like, my nice shirts or shirts that I like to wear. And he didn't have a response for that. But, uh, you know, teach their own. Uh, all right, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm gonna do my classic little startup. Stop talking about my fucking self. Start talking about the real issues. That's right. <laughs> no. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Oh, also not me and I don't talk about the weather too often, but today was a little bit of a cloudy day, but it was nice until it just started raining and raining and raining. 
it stopped now for the sake of the podcast, so I appreciate it. Thank you, God. Uh, but, you know, it definitely rained on me on my drive. And that was not, not fun. And then I also got rained on a little bit to the car and, you know, to my house, to my home. But that's okay. Overall, not too bad. You know, we can take some rain. Okie dokie. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. From the Associated Press. China removes its outspoken foreign minister during a bumpy time in relations with the U.S. So this is about Quinn Gang, uh, which is, um, was, I should say, uh, the foreign minister of China. And essentially, he just got, like, disappeared, kind of. They initially had said, oh, he's sick, he has, like, some illness, and that's why he's out. But then they replaced him with his predecessor, Wan Yi, this week. And essentially, like, it was a clockwork thing. Like, he was, like, erased from pretty much all, like, you know, any kind of registry. You couldn't search for him online. Like, where is, uh, you know, Quinn Gang? Like, you just didn't know. Like, the dude was gone. And we still don't know where he is. But essentially, uh, you know, Chinese, you know, top, you know, government is just moving on. They're done with it. Uh, they've been fielding questions and essentially they're saying check the website, which more or less, like I said, is uh, Quang, you know, Quang Gong has been replaced with Wang Yi. So it's very awkward. It's very like, oh, what's going on here? And, I, and I'll get to, you know, what is believed to have happened in the next article. But it, it seems like a lot of news publications are kind of playing mum to that and just kind of focusing on just things at hand, which is like, okay, Quinn's gone. Yi's in, what does that mean? I I don't know. To me, it feels like it's more of the same. I, they do ref- reference in this article that uh, Quinn Gang is kind of the guy who sparked the wolf warrior diplomacy, which is just a fun, cute thing. Uh, essentially, it was it's a very like nationalistic movie franchise. It actually goes pretty hard. Excuse me. I've only seen like clips and like uh, read and listened to synopsis of the movie, but it's pretty good. It, it carries. It feels like any kind of like action movie that you'd see in the States, but, uh, it's very like, you know, obviously like pro China. It's very strong China vibes. And Quinn kind of used that into, you know, what, you know, the ministry did. And it, it seemed effective at least, um, you know, uh, amongst, you know, China, it was received very well. Like, oh yeah, that's cool. We are wolf warriors. Yeah. So that's kind of a vibe. I thought that was kind of cute. Um, and in terms of, I don't know, Yi, they, they talk about his shit too. I kind of, it's such a, it's a honk shoe. It's a, it's a, it's, it's Snoresville. I want to get to the juice. So, um, from business today, uh, where is China's foreign minister, Quinn Gang? Speculations rise amid affair rumors. So Gang, 50, 57 years old, he's married but apparently, oh, they, they do say he um, he had previously disappeared from public view for eight days over the Lunar New Year holiday. Um, once again, more yada, 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 yada. Where is it at? Where is it at? I highlighted it. According to the New York Times, rumors about Quinn Gang, uh, Quinn Gang having an affair with journalist Fu Tan might be the reason behind his absence. Responding to these rumors, a foreign ministry spokesperson said on July 17th, I have no understanding of the matter that you've raised. 
Now, another thing that kind of bolsters this theory is that Fu also has been missing. And, you know, she's been in the wind as well. So it might be that both of them have kind of been quote unquote unquote, dealt with. Not like, I don't think they're dead or anything like that. But essentially just removed from their station and office while they kind of have this cool town. This is something that's not too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It escapes me. I'm having a Mitch McConnell moment. Um, It's not too rare. It's not too, like, this is kind of like standard operating procedure when, you know, a big kerfuffle kind of takes place in government in, you know, China. They go, oh, okay, well, we're going to just deal with it right here, right now. No questions asked. To some extent, I kind of like that, not going to lie. I don't know, maybe it's toxic, maybe it's problematic. But at the same time, also, it's it's very uncool. It's not good. Uh, I don't think that it's actually, like, a, a good thing. I would want to get, like, black bagged. Uh, granted, at the same time, th- this is dealing with their issues, how they deal with them. I-, I try not to be too critical, especially, you know, living in the Imperial Corps that is America. But, yeah, it, it was some tea. I-, I wanted to talk about it. And we've kind of bogged down haven't gotten to it so i figured hey let's 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 do some china covers let's talk about it let's squeak to that uh all right all right now this is probably the article of the day maybe of the week i dare say um but this is from yahoo news ufo hearing whistleblower testifies government absolutely has possession of non-human craft okay and that was um it's more or less david gersh leading the charge here but there was also two others who um stepped up to um you know a congressional or a committee of sorry a house oversight committee hearing now uh, i want to split this up into two parts and i feel like it's important i also want to preference this as well as i do not want to yuck anyone's yum this has been kind of a thing that's kind of circulating for i feel like a few months now at least with david gersh and I haven't talked about it because to me, it just didn't feel like it had real legs. And I gotta, if, if I'm being honest with you guys, it still does not to me. But overall, I feel like the fact that we we're talking about aliens is super fucking sweet. And I love that my friends and like I'm hearing like other people just mention it and talk about it. And like, that's very fucking cool. But um, let's just go ahead and get into it. A former Pentagon intelligence official testified Wednesday that he was absolutely certain the government had possession of non-human craft. David Gersh, a former Air Force officer, said during a House Oversight Committee hearing that his information was based on interviews with 40 witnesses and that he knew where the material was being held. Gersh added that non-human biology... (laughs) I can never talk biologics bio biologics 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 <laughs> sure <laughs> roast me in the comments i don't fucking care uh we're recovered along with the craft um i just i'm gonna call bullshit here i just i gotta call bullshit it's specifically on gersh at the end of the day um i think the conversation is important to have and i love that we're having it at this level but I just feel like this guy specifically, that motherfucker is not real. That's what I'm saying. That's how I feel. Uh, I, I feel like, yes, yeah, he is a part of this scene. You know, he is a Pentagon, you know, level intelligence guy. But if you ask the Pentagon, they're like, look, 
we don't believe it. And it's like, of course, like, well, Isaiah, what are you saying? You're saying that the Pentagon would just admit this shit? But it's like, okay, here's my real thing. Here's my, my, my ground floor reasoning here. This guy has had plenty of opportunity leading up to this point, And now he's here right in front of the fucking, you know, politicians right now. Where's the proof? Where's the evidence? And all he's telling us is like, well, I've heard from people who I can trust, but I can't actually offer you anything. And then when he goes to like talk about like, well, uh, you know, uh, we have all this proof. The government's hiding it. You know, the Pentagon's hiding it. They're not, they're not being real here. They're, they're obfuscating things or whatever. And of course, you know, Congress, you know, Congress people are asking him, well, can you, you know, speak further to that? Can you show proof? And he's like, oh, I can't show it in public. I can show it maybe in private hearings. I can, I can really lay it out for you there. So it's just like, you're not giving us anything here. Like this isn't real substance to me. So, um, something I, I did highlight here. I wanted to talk about Gersh said he feared for his life and faced professional and personal consequences from the government for speaking out, noting there was an ongoing whistleblower retaliation investigation into his treatment. He said he believed that the government first became aware of non-human technology in the 1930s and that there had been multi-decade campaign to disenfranchise public interest. Okay, that's fair. That's valid. I, I believe that. But it's just, yet again, throughout all of this, he's provided no proof. There's just no real proof. And it's like, well, but he said this under oath. Okay, but I feel like the way he's worded it, he's pretty well insulated. And he won't drop his sources. And I just hate, I just fucking hate, I cannot stress this enough, when a whistleblower comes and saying, I'm giving you semi-disclosure, and they're acting like they're doing you a fucking favor. It's like, no, motherfucker, you aren't. If you do not go full deep throat, don't talk to me. I don't want to fucking hear it. Don't blow the whistle. Just stay, stay hidden. I don't want to fucking hear it. Because then, as far as I'm concerned, you're, you're not real. You're not, you're an agent. You're an op. Like, if you do not give me everything you know, I don't care. I just don't think you're genuine. I fucking hate that shit. So that's the first part of it. And I feel like, don't get me wrong, I love that people are talking about this shit, but I just don't feel like there's any bite to the bark, <laughs> you know? And if you show me that, then I'm defending you. All of a sudden, I'm 100% in. I, I'm Scully, you're David Duchovny. But until then, boo. Like I, You're wasting my time. You're wasting my fucking time. Uh, but there's another part to this. Uh, I want to get to that. Uh, Ryan Graves, which is a former Navy pilot, and then there's another guy. Oh, also, I should probably say what the UAPs are, right? Um, unidentified, I, I can never say it. I know it's in this article somewhere, but, um, because that's nothing they talk about, right? It is what is a UAP, you know? Essentially, that's a UFO to us, but they prefer to, to say a UAP, essentially saying, like, hey, we don't know what this is, but, like, it, it is technology that is very advanced. It's very, you know, um, relevant. Like, we want to know what it is, but we just can't confirm it. Uh, now i got to look th to see what is a UAP, which is really annoying. I probably want to just get... Okay, here we, here we go. Unidentified anomalous phenomena. UAP. I'm just going to say UFO. I, I hate UAP. But... I understand the idea of like, hey, if you're a pilot, which essentially we're talking about graves here. Oh, and then there's also David Farver or Fravor, who's also a retired um, Navy pilot. You know, they talk about their sightings 
And they're saying that, hey, these sightings aren't rare, they aren't isolated. Okay, now this is the second part of it and I'm way more interested in hearing about it. Like you're gonna talk about the tic tac things you see, you know, the, this crazy shit that had technology we never, you know, have seen in our, you know, government, military, whatever. So like, okay, that's very interesting. That's fine. I, I like the conversation about that. Hell, I love that the Congress is having a conversation about it because they're interested. And I'm sure this is something that they reference in the article. This is kind of like a, a timeless thing. You know, it, Congress has always been interested. Politicians, everyone, they give a shit about it. You know, shit, me too. I'm a skeptic to some extent, but when it comes to like aliens, when it comes to ghosts, I, I do have the believe it when I see a thing. And when it comes specifically to aliens, I'm like, it's a big universe. Like, to think that that we're just one magic miracle and that's it, it, uh, that's a bit far-fetched to me. I'm totally down to think, hey, there are other alien life forms out there. We know that at least there's some kind of like life out there, even if it's at like a bacteria level or whatever. So anything's game, anything's possible to me. But um, I just think this Gersh guy is bullshit. And uh, I do think a big takeaway though is like, hey, we, we want to make it safer for people to disclose. I think that's important. I think to report these sightings, it's important. Uh, fear of reprisal, fear of like, oh man, people are gonna think I'm kooky, crazy, whatever, if I say that I saw some crazy technology out in the sky. Like, no, you should have a space to be able to talk about that, for sure, for sure. But I do feel like the Gersh guy is definitely perping, maybe for a clout grift, what have you. If you think I'm wrong, by all means, I'm, I'm down to talk about it. And I think from like the Congress perspective, once again, love that they're getting into it and talking about it. And, and people have asked me like, Isaiah, do you think it's a distraction? Do you think it's a deflection, a smokescreen? No, I don't. I, I think it's it's more simple than that. I think if you're in Congress and you're you're sweating just like I'm sweating right now, trying to come up with ways to like, you know, fuck your own fucking state or country up, whatever, just so you can make some more money, what have you, extend your fucking reign in an in office seat, you know, you want a little break, right? And maybe you want to take a little scientific field day and you want to talk about some shit like this. Uh, I get it. I get it. I, I get you want to take a little safari day, a little free day. And, you know, who, who fucking wouldn't? I like a pizza party, too. So I found all of this interesting, and a lot of people have been talking about it, so I said, hey, I'll enter the conversation, too, even though I think it's kind of a bit, a little flimsy. Because, once again, you got to show me the alien ussy. I need to see it. Is it green? Is it gray? Like, what the fuck? We're asking the wrong questions. If I don't get pictures, get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. If I don't, If you don't show me the money, if you don't show me the alien, pff, we ain't talking about shit. Okay, 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 okay. Whew, it's going long. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I feel it's going long. Uh, from NPR, three Marines found at North Carolina gas station died of carbon monoxide poisoning, officials say. Uh, three U.S. Marines found unresponsive in a car at a North Carolina gas station died of carbon monoxide poisoning, the local office said on Wednesday. Now, obviously, this is a pretty kooky, weird story. But also, I need to add, too, that uh, this is about Camp Lejeune. Uh, the Marines were, I believe, posted. That was the uh, base that they were supposed to be posted at. And, it, you know, they did die at the Speedway at a gas station. That's very weird. That's very bizarre. 
But just a quick little soundbite summary of what happened at Camp Lejeune. From the 1950s through the 1980s, people living or working at the U.S. Marine Corps base Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, were potentially exposed to drinking water contaminated with industrial solvents, benzene, and other chemicals. Now, Camp Lejeune, if you're not familiar, has kind of become like this weird little sub-meme over the years, uh, mainly because if you're like me, you've gotten like Camp Lejeune emails. Like, hey, you might be a person affected from Camp Lejeune. You have like settlement, blah, blah, blah. Click here. And it's usually like a scam thing. And so, like, even I've made a post, like, haunted by Camp Lejeune emails. (laughs) But it's a real thing, and it's a super sad event that happened. You know, obviously very traumatic for the nation. Obviously, people, you know, involved in the state. I'm not sure how these three Marines are involved. I did want to say the names of them. Uh, The Lance Corporals identified by the U.S. Marine Corps at Tanner J. Kaltenberg. At, oh, I'm sorry, identified by the U.S. Marine Corps as, excuse me, Tanner J. Kaltenberg, 19 years old, Madison of Madison, Wisconsin, <laughs> Merrick C. Dockery, 23 years old, of Patawami, Oklahoma, and Ivan R. Garcia, uh, 23 years old, of Naples, Florida, were, stamp- were, st- were stationed at Camp Lejeune, 29 miles or 47 kilometers northeast of the gas station. They were motor vehicle operators with the Combat Logistics Battalion 2, Combat Logistics Regiment 2, and the 2nd Marine Logistics Group. Now, looking at this article, and I haven't seen or heard any reasons for, like, why they did this, like, any kind of motivation, but I I did find that it was carbon monoxide poisoning, and... Yeah, it's just very eerie. And I and if I do find out any more information, I would love to come back and give you guys an update. But I was like, yeah, I definitely got to talk about it. This is just, just, it was weird, but it's also like, you know, yet again, like Camp Lejeune's a meme and you guys know me. I have a very strong shitposting background. So like this just, this just stuck out to me. I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be on the pod for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, all right, I got one more article to cover. Sorry, it is a hot one. It is, a, And it shouldn't be hot. It's so much cloud cover. This should be a cool day. It just rained. This is typical of Cincinnati weather, is that after it rains, it does not cool anything down. It just gets muggier. It just, it's giving humidity. <laughs> uh, so the underboob sweat, it's just hot. It's just hard right now, okay? I'm struggling. I'm struggling for my art, okay, which is this. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Axios. Rejected plea deal. Period. That's not period. Oh my gosh. <coughs> <coughs> Rejected plea deal leaves Hunter Biden team fuming. So I talked uh last week <coughs> about Hunter Biden's plea deal. Essentially, 
he was going to get away. I shouldn't get away. Say get away. He was going to plead guilty to tax evasion and then also the gun charge. He, you know, registered for a gun while he was knowingly doing crack. And um, he was going to be fine. He was going to be good to go. But Hunter Biden's legal team was angry and dejected late Wednesday after a plea deal to help the president's son avoid prison blew up in a chaotic three-hour court hearing. Uh, Judge Mary Ellen Norica, who is a Trump-appointed judge, I love now, and maybe this is always kind of being a thing, but, like, you have to, like, just how, like, it's a, it's a politician, you have to say who appointed the judge. Like, that's so relevant because it's, like, you know, obviously that says who that person's supposed to more or less be, even though they're supposed to be arbiters of justice. Um, but she rejected Biden's plea deal um, on tax charges, essentially because of the gun charge aspect of it. Essentially, there was a big miscommunication that really wasn't unveiled until we sat down with the judge and she starts peppering, you know, both sides with questions. And essentially, there's this miscommunication from Biden's side, Hunter Biden's side, that it's like, look, the gun charge is not covered here. It's just the taxes. And they're like, what? No, we're supposed to have the gun charge covered and maybe even like any potential other charge. At least it's kind of, I've heard it worded that way from other publications, other kind of like podcast news places. So from the prosecution side, they're like, yeah, we're only doing the tax thing. You might get got for this gun thing and then and other shit. So they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then meanwhile, Norika is like, I don't even think this is constitutional. So essentially, she's telling both of them, make me a pitch, sell me on this, because right now I can't go along with it. It just feels like you guys want me to rubber stamp it. And now everyone's kind of mad. Everyone's a little salty, but everyone wants this to kind of work out, I think. Because at the end of the day, let's just be fucking real here. This is a president's son. And if it wasn't a president's son, it was a senator's son or a vice president's son. And they just want to cover this motherfucker's ass. Like, at the end of the day, he should be getting done up for the fucking tax evasion. And yes, he should get done up for the fucking gun. If this was just an average black person on the street, they'd be getting buried. Shit, we all know what they did to Lauren and we all know what they did to fucking Wesley. Like, God damn. Like, this motherfucker is getting away with it, skating away with it. And essentially, you know, people are maybe mad along party lines. Like, oh, well, this is, this is, this is crazy. But it's also crazy that, yeah, he is getting away with it. Not to side with the fucking Republicans here. Um, it's definitely a cherry deal. But that being said, conservatives are kind of like just howling about this because, I, I do think that there are two points that conservatives, the Trump administration, whatever, Trump team, I should say, their administration, um, their husbands, they, they, they queue up two things. Biden is old and his son is dirty. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. OK, this is a tangent. I didn't cover this because it, it, it's technically a nothing burger of a news story, but it was funny as hell in the middle of um, uh, a house hearing. Uh, essentially, Margie Taylor Greene, a favorite, a legend, she went to like, I don't know if she went, actually went to FedEx to get these shits done, but she got these like FedEx style, like big printouts of like Hunter Biden, just once again, Hunter Biden's cock is like just on the government floor, 
just like and they're like you know she's just parading the shit while she's like asking questions to like an irs guy i think because essentially some irs guys came out and said oh well actually the tax shit the the the, the government was involved like garland was involved blah, blah 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 like this wasn't fair or illegal even though i think what barry not barry weiss i don't know some guy with last name weiss essentially was running the whole thing during Trump's administration. He's a Trump appointee. Biden, Joe Biden kept him on to continue the investigation against Hunter Biden for everything in terms of like the Ukraine shit that he was involved in, his job as a consultant. Uh, also, just a general tax evasion. And this is what they came up with. is like, look, this is the only thing that we should be pegging him on. And essentially these guys, the IRS guys are like, no, he was being railroaded. da 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 so there, there, there's definitely action. This is a whole fucking spaghetti ass of a mess. And, uh, I, I'm, you know, hey, we're watching with our popcorn. We're chilling. Uh, I just want to talk about it. <laughs> that's all we got. Uh, th- that's that's the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I got to chill real quick. Let me let me cook. I'm sorry. Uh, Isaiah, bleh, Patreon, Patreon.com. This is Isaiah News. I, I will not space out. You will not walk me out of here once again like Miss McConnell. If you know, you know. But um, Patreon.com says Isaiah News. If you'd like to support financially, also as well, uh, Isaiah News 1, gmail.com. That's for the feedback. Uh, all the socials, if you'd like to follow, I appreciate it. I really would love if you subscribe to the YouTube. That'd be great. Thumbs up, comments, all the stars. We appreciate it. And uh, hopefully I'll see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.